With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Check us out at nhbradio.com. nhbradio.com. The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of the No Holds Barred Radio Network and its management. Introducing Chris Master, Derek Stark, and Bad Billy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Well, 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 welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 4th of March. Yes, we're already into the third month of 2017. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Bad Billy. The others know who they are. Let them speak for themselves, damn it. I'm the master, Chris Master. What up, y'all? The soundboard is back! Yes, thank you, Skype, for fixing your shit. Where's my hooray? I forgot where uh, everything was. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Now we are back in full motherfucking capacity, baby. I am that M-A-D-O-D-O-G Mad Dog himself. What is going on, everybody? It is Saturday, March 4th. Oh, my God. Need that sweet release. Outlaw Radio. Yes. Great show tonight we got coming up here. Just a few minutes, we're going to be welcoming Skin Jacket out of Hickory, North Carolina. Interesting band. Uh, Abby, who was, uh, you could say she's associated with one of the DJs over on uh, Asgard Radio. She said, you got to check out these guys. And I said, send them over my way. And sure enough, I'd I took her word for it, and I did not regret it. And uh, Derek, you're quite impressed with them. I, I I am very impressed with them. These guys' songs, one of my favorites from them is "I Just Rolled My Eyes." Oh yeah, we're gonna be he- we're gonna be hearing that song in a little bit, but uh, we're gonna 
Yeah, we're going to kick it off right now. This is Skin Jacket with Black Friday. When they infuse great tasting herbs in their bourbon, they never expected to take away the whiskey burn and still leave the whiskey taste. So rather than adding extra sugar to make cold cock smooth, they simply added great tasting herbs from around the world, and the result is the easiest whiskey experience you've ever had. 
Check the cold cock shots. The mouth must be 21 to buy. Find them online at coldcockwhiskey.com. Cold cock whiskey reminds you to drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Why is there such a thing as anal bleaching? Because some assholes need to lighten up. Is that Mr. Holland? Yes, ma'am. Please don't touch. Fillmore Voicemail allows people to engage in social networking through the exchange of voice messages without the need of utilizing a computer. For just $4.95 a month, get an announcement-only voicemail box with a Chicago, Illinois, USA phone number. Rewind, fast-forward, and volume controls during message playback. The ability to record 90-minute announcements by phone and access to a members-only website to upload audio from your computer directly to your box. For $12.95 a month, you'll get everything an announcement-only box comes with, plus message sending and receiving, instant messages, and many other social networking features. For $10 more per month, your box can have a nine-option tree-structured menu. For more information or to get your very own Fillmore voicemail box, call toll-free 1-866-4-GET-VMB. That's 1-866-443-8862. Or visit FillmoreVoicemail.com. Fillmore Voicemail, a service of Fillmore Production. Monster Energy, welcome to Rock the Return to Metropolitan Park. April 29th and 30th, celebrating Rock's greatest hits all weekend long with Death Leopard. Soundgarden. A Perfect Circle. The Offspring. And more. Two days, over 40 bands on three stages. Tickets on sale now. Go to WelcomeToRockvilleFestival.com for tickets, info, and more. Welcome to Rockville, fueled by Monster Energy Drink. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. With that said, damn, I, I never heard a song that made me ins- uh, just inspire me to go out and go spend money and go shopping. What do you guys think? Uh... No comment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I, as you guys seen on camera, I was bobbing my fucking head, and I don't have long enough hair for it anymore. <laughs> I do. You still uh, can't grow a beard as good as me, though. Yeah. Well, with that, with that said, I want to welcome Skin Jacket to the show. Who we got out there? How you guys doing? You guys? Uh, oh wow! Yeah, I uh, got a got West North Carolina in the call queue. I wonder if that's them, or if that's a fan. Uh, might be. Might be a fan listening in. I took them off mute. <laughs> we'll see if uh, we'll see if we get another call because I sent out the text message notification. Uh, yeah. So, hopefully. Oh, What's that? <laughs> can you hear me? Absolutely. Now we can hear you. Oh, well, it's just uh, my daughter and I. What's that? From North Carolina. What? Yes, yes. Uh, you, so, you call, you're, a fan, you're, you're a fan calling in to listen? Why, yes. My husband's in the band. All right. All right. Where is he? <laughs> Well, um, he's supposed to be at the band room with the guys. Um, I yeah, I sent him the text message. 
to to go ahead and call this number. Then again, I don't know. Sometimes some people do have a bit uh, difficulty understanding how TalkShoe works. Oh well, I don't know. Maybe you can send it again. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I do appreciate you calling in, and we'll get we'll get him on the call here in a minute. Okay. Well, good luck with that. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. All right. So what I'm gonna What's that? Gotta love technology. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, So Derek. Well the uh on the uh plus side, the uh girl that I'm going out with in a couple weeks to see Beauty and the Beast, she is very excited. So what you're going to uh to go see Beauty and the Beast? All right, it looks like uh all right, are you, are you guys in the car now? We're all here. Hey man. All right, Chris, you know what to do. Uh, damn it. <laughs> you had one Hey, he's a bit rusty at his job. You know, it's been, it's been a while since he could run the soundboard. Uh, yeah, exactly. They're both interchangeable at this point. <laughs> I'm also known as fuckwit and, and, and sit the fuck down. Uh, you for, uh, hey, we have two did you for, members in our band. Uh, did you forget to uh, shut the fuck up? Not that I'm telling yeah, you to do so, but is that part, was that part of the list? Yeah, that that's one of them too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So we got Skin Jacket out of Hickory, North Carolina. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. Doing awesome. All right. So uh, for for those that aren't familiar with you guys, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Skin Jacket? Oh, oh Lordy, man. Uh, we've been together since uh, probably 2009. Uh, Skin Jacket really got going strong at the end of 2011, recorded our first album in 2013 with the uh, Tate Music Group, uh, released that in November of uh, 2013. Uh, been pretty headstrong, toward, you know, doing as many dates as we can uh released a couple eps in between we got our latest one is uh, black friday uh which i think that's the latest music that you gentlemen have um yes it is uh so it's been uh, it's going it's been uh going pretty strong we've had some uh, tv interviews uh we've got to play with some really great bands uh, our latest one was who was it Wayland. Wayland. yeah Wayland was the last band and the one before that who was it? Seasons after. Seasons, Seasons after. after. Yes. All right. There we go. Some great guys. Right on. Right on. Right on. So, so yeah, we just not familiar. They're not familiar with us. They should be. They're missing out. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So yeah, you spoke of Black Friday, the EP, but we just listened to the song. Sounded like oh no, I never, I never heard a song that uh, was so hardcore about shopping. But I guess there's something. <laughs> Man, we keep it real, homie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh. Well, what was that a was that like a comedy bit or uh, what was the inspiration behind that song? Well, um, 
Yeah, uh, Greg, uh, Greg, our singer, uh, which unfortunately he's not here. He had to take off. Um, uh, he had uh, had just had just a super bad experience with the a Black Friday, the Black Friday mess, and he had some, you know, just kind of some rant lyrics. And uh, I said, well, hey man, let's just work with that. And then Shane actually had the uh, the beginning uh, uh, riff as the song starts uh, there, the little chop up riff there in the beginning, and uh, we just kind of put something together, and it's just came together really for everybody, man. And uh, uh, we like it because we put some of the old school rap uh, anecdotes in the background and stuff like that. So it's kind of a comedy, kind of serious, kind of uh, just a fun song to play. A lot of people, a lot of people dig it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I got to say, I, I got a bit of a kick out of it, but I uh, do. I really dig the heavy riffs in that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Indeed. Um, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Derek if he wants to make him put on their thinking caps or if he has something something else to ask first. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Billy. I'm going to ask one of the uh, one of the uh, stumpers first. But now, Ginjaga, now who is uh, somebody past or present that you guys would love to work with on an album? Any genre. Uh, any person, any genre, past, present, whatever, whatever works. I'm going to say Glenn Danzig. Nice. I like that okay. answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the evil Elvis, as some have referred him to. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, I don't know. Other people have called him Roid Boy. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> The original Wolverine, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the, those sideburns, you can definitely give him that. <laughs> yeah. Now, but uh, then again, uh, when you're in the music business, I guess there's there's really uh, nobody out there that that says you can't do steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's no law against it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of course, if, if roids would make us play better, then yes, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a, it, there's a good reason why they're banned in athletics, but I uh, don't see them having any effect in music. So all the power to him. But, well, ironically, we should probably do Roy's. We could carry a whole lot more equipment. <laughs> there you go. The production just doubled. Hell of an idea. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Good idea, man. We got to market that. <laughs> Roy's for musicians. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> All right. So, uh, who would you, other than uh, than Danzig, as you mentioned, maybe you're working on an album with him. Who would you say uh, influences your uh, your music uh, more or less? It's individual with us. Man, we're our smelting pot of southern rock, bluegrass. Metal, old school metal, new school metal, heavy metal. Uh, yeah, a lot of metal. Seventies rock. I mean, there's our our influences are all over the map. And actually, if you listen to the whole EP, you can you can hear this about a little bit of everybody in there. Yeah, yeah I guess absolutely. If, uh, I guess Go if ahead. one person like uh, wrote like uh, one individual in the band wrote all the songs. I mean, you could hear. Their total influences, like if if Shane done it, you'd hear a lot of 70s and 
stuff like that. I'd done it. You'd hear a lot more of uh, the new metal, like uh, Fear Factory, that type of line, than you got. Winger. Yeah, Winger. Thank you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did y'all did y'all know that uh, Tony's getting fired? <laughs> anyway, that Winger crack. And uh, no, Jeff, Jeff, uh -oh. uh, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all witness it. He's fired. Uh, then uh, Jeff over here, he loves um, like the, the old school rock, like ACDC stuff like that. Very straightforward, you know, in your face type rock. And Tony, we don't really know why Tony's here. We don't know yet. <laughs> Now, what do you like, Tony? We didn't really, I don't think we've ever really heard. Let's hear it. Bonham, baby. Hey, I'll have Bonham, man. I got you. Drummer, makes sense. You know, you know so, uh, you're talking about uh, the, the drummer, Bonham, for uh, Led Zeppelin. You're talking about the band from the 80s. Uh, yeah. Oh, both, actually. You're talking about uh, Jason Bonham, his son. He's actually more of an influence to me than his dad was. Uh, of course. Very uh, solid approach. You know, I got to say, though, John Bonham is probably the only person I've seen at a drum set playing with his bare hands. He's the only one I've seen do that. I'm sure other people have, but he's the only one I've seen do that. Yep. And he took it to a whole new level. Oh, most Between him and Keith Moon, <laughs> you know, the way they took, the direction yeah. they took drums. Yeah, exactly. I really wish the whole scene would go back to that approach. A very soulful, artistic, and powerful approach to drumming. Uh, things now have become so mechanical and mathematical, it's lost a lot of heart. And, and that's something I try to personally bring into this. Now, you're you're not you're not the first one I've heard make a comment like that, you know. And it and it doesn't always uh, refer to music right, all the time right, either. Right. Uh, uh, like, uh, I'll give you an example. Is a, a good buddy of mine on, a, on another podcast interviewed Jake the Snake Roberts. That was back in 2010. And uh, one of the questions was asking him uh, comparing uh, the uh, 70s, 80s, and early 90s uh, era of wrestling compared to what's going on now. And uh, Jake Roberts had to say a lot of the magic is gone. And uh, with, with some of the... You know, with the, with some of the style that I'm so used to from the '80s, and uh, so some of the early, it's like some of that magic that I'm talking about seemed to fade away, like by 1993 or something like that. Yeah, I can see that personally. Yeah. Everything's All right. What's that? Everything's overproduced. And uh, of course, now with uh, the with piracy and bullshit like that, you know, it's uh, if this is something you want to get into, you got to go into it first and foremost to have fun. Because uh, when people find out they can get it for free, they they jump right on it. And I got I got to ask when you when you find it, do you take a do you take a personal offense to to that, especially when it comes to your music? Uh, most definitely. Um, I hear if good friends or people who you think are your friends want you to give you your music for free. Or, well, hell, I can just stream it. Well, you know, it's – and I guess it goes back to the whole the topic we're talking about is how easy music is produced today and how it's made. You know, any kid with a laptop 
can write beats in his basement now. But they're they don't understand the the blood, sweat, and tears that go into a heartful creation of music of your own. And it, I guess if they don't do it themselves, they they have no idea. They don't see it as stealing the same way as we do. Because I mean, hell, you're taking a piece of me when you take it. Um, but they don't see it that way. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's you know the thought process of thinking of thinking of the lyrics. Then writing the music and all of that uh, so, so, sounds easy. It all sounds yeah. easy until so you try it. And right. Well, and, anybody can anybody can make music, man, but nobody can really create something that's going to last forever. That everybody loves, you know. Um, yeah. You know that with everything electronic nowadays, it's just so it's just so handy, so give me anymore, man. Everybody expects it to be free, you know. Just yeah, like Shane was entitled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it, and it's very unfortunate. Super. But, uh, yeah. Now uh, I want to cue one of your songs here in just a minute. Uh, this this is off of off of uh, your previous uh, EP before uh, Black Friday. It's Derek's favorite song, and uh, of course I I have to play it. It's called "Rolled My Eyes." Uh, All t- right. Please tell us. Yes. Please tell us uh, the the inspiration behind this song. That was sibling rivalry at its best. That was uh, our, our singer actually wrote that. I don't know if he knows it or not. Yeah, about his little brother. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know his his little brother was uh, he in his eyes was always uh, petted and was given the world as where Greg had to uh, do everything the hard damn way. So that's uh, that's that was the whole inspiration behind that song. Right on, right on. I guess I can actually relate to that because somehow I think my older brother has been given the world and I had to bust my ass for everything that I wanted. Yeah, I'm I'm in that boat. I'm in that boat myself. You know what, though? It's when you put in the work and you get something done and you're proud of it, there, there's no price tag on that. So there if is you, not. If you, you can take, you, but seriously, you can take that feeling and bottle it up and sell it. You'd you'd be rich live, living for the rest of your days. Most definitely, most definitely. Yes. Well, with that said, without any further ado, I want to go ahead and cue "Rolled My Eyes." Awesome, man. I just rolled my Like a spider, you spin your web of life. What is 
I hear in that song, and and uh, may, may, maybe it was intentional, maybe it wasn't, I don't know, but either way, it's a good thing, is I hear a little bit of uh, Alice in Chains' influence in that song right there. Right. Hit that on the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. That's a, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I definitely hear it. I'd, I'd have to say a little bit uh, more of a positive message. Nothing against Alice in Chains, but there's a bit more of a positive message there, too. Yep. Now, I, I, I gotta ask... <laughs> well, there's a first time for everything, right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> now, I've, I've got to ask you, um, the what's the, some of the craziest shit you've guys have seen uh, while playing a gig. Uh, you play uh, when the from where the pit starts going crazy to just overall crazy shit during a gig. What's uh, what's some of the craziest stuff you saw? A uh, sixty-year-old bearded man wearing some of our booty shorts, shorts with a skin jacket logo. That was that's had to top it. Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I mean, he literally put the panties on over his blue jeans and got on stage with it. Crickets. Yes, that's, uh, that, was, that, that was probably a much, much needed moment of silence there. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, I thought I'd done heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Skin Jack, yeah. brother. Yeah. By the by the way, I when uh, the the name Skin Jacket, it's it's spelled um, differently, obviously originally for the band. 
So where does the name come from? Uh, back when we first said, hey, we're going to original music, and this is what we're going to do for from now on, uh, you know, the, the, the biggest argument between the band, any band member really, is probably the band name. Uh, we probably fought for two months. Uh, actually, it was originally going to be Dead Skin Jacket, and uh, I think I don't know if it was me or one of the other guys said, no, I don't really want Dead in the name. But what we ended up doing, we picked several names, uh, kind of went with them for a week or two, then nobody stayed happy with the names that we had. Uh, like one of the ones, uh, the the old ones was a psycho signal, and uh, nobody kind of that just didn't stick with everybody. So we finally just said, "Hey, look, everybody put a name in the hat. You got five names, choose them, put them in a hat. I don't care what it is, whatever we draw out, that's just what it is, and we're going to stick with it." So skin jacket was one in the in the pile, and that's what we pulled out, and that's what we stuck to. Now I was telling somebody else about the show, and uh, they. They thought uh, it must have been something from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> well, we had a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, thoughts of leading that way. But, you know, we're not uh, – I think a lot of things that uh, is kind of cool about us is uh, we have a lot of uh, contradictions. Uh, when you hear our – when you hear you see the name, you expect us to be super heavy, and we're not. Uh, same thing when you see us and see us live. You think we're a bunch of bouncers when you see us, but we're not, you know. We're actually nice guys. We'll help you help your mom across the street. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we have a lot of uh, good stuff, you know, and a lot of things. The biggest compliment that we get, we get stuck with a lot of bands that are much heavier than us. Uh, but our compliment to us is, hey, you guys actually, you can hear, <laughs> you get, you you got, you can get into the songs. They're catchy. Uh, you can hear what's being said. That whole nine yards. You know, no offense to the deathcore stuff, man, but. You know, that stuff's kind of hard to swallow live for a lot of bands, you know. You know, especially when you've heard six bands in a row that sound like they had the same song played over and over, you know. So you we're know, kind of you a... Know, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just saying we're kind of a breath of fresh air when we step up on stage. You know, we've got something there different is. to offer the crowd than the, the normal cookie cutter, hey, let's metal core it up, you know, because I know the kids are into it nowadays, but... Uh, it's it's very lost uh, on the stage, and and I hate to downplay it for anybody. Uh, these guys don't know how to EQ their equipment, uh, even to make it sound where it doesn't wash out on stage, wash out live. Uh, a lot of these guys just get up and they crank the mids and low ends up and think that that sounds great. It sounds great in the practice room, but it's it's not good live. And everything, the riffs get lost live, uh, you know. And there's nothing, you know. We get it. You're angry, you know. Everybody gets angry, but it's just uh, hearing <laughs> four bands play the same song. That's just uh, insane. It's hard to sit there. It's hard to sit through all that stuff. I agree one hundred percent. I mean, and you know, just it's kind of the reason why um, you know, like for the commercials I play for the upcoming concerts, why they have they they uh, mix it up. Uh, you know, with uh, events like Welcome to Rockville, um, Rock in the Spring, they got to have. They got to have something different, uh, a different act each time, because uh, you just cannot have the, have the same thing over and over again. Or, quite frankly, it gets really boring. Yeah, yeah. You can thin out a crowd really quick. Exactly, exactly. It, and it, and and often it, if uh, you're not interesting, you don't. Uh, Entertain the crowd. You don't enlighten the crowd. You're going to make them lose interest, and they're going to 
They're either going to go to the bar and have a couple of drinks, basically have their back turned to the stage, or they're going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen that uh, more times than once. So that's just... And I hate it for those guys because I know a lot of that that music and material that they use, man, is is un, ungodly uh, creative as far as guitar work goes, drum work goes, and stuff like that. But you know, to hear live, you can't play over a crowd's head, man. You can't do it. I mean, people like beats, they like a groove, they like to they like to be sung sung to, they like to be able to participate when they can, and that's just music you can't relate to at at a live level. You know, yeah, yeah. Whenever you're angry and got right off of work, yeah, throw it in for a few minutes. <laughs> decompress and you're done but as far as the live setup that stuff is hard to take i hate to say it and i'm a big fan of fear factory man i love fear factory and they're like that but they do offer singing you know through their courses and stuff like that which actually breaks up their monotony so and kill switch stuff like that and uh there's another yeah. one you turn me on too um i can't think of them right now yeah barrier dead they're pretty good too so now out of the songs that uh, you've released thus far, uh, EPs old and new, which one do you think uh, ignites the crowd the most? Either gets the pit moving, or just gets the crowd into it. What what song of yours thinks uh, do you think does that for you? Forever and a day. Uh, lately, forever and a day has really been grabbing the crowd. Uh, it's the song that the. Uh, it's technically written about uh, old school Judge Dredd, uh, basically just kicking ass and taking names, you know. And it's a it's a very easy song, but it's got a lot of power behind it. Um, we that one and uh, cover story uh, gets a lot of uh, attention. Uh, our new single Remain is getting good response too uh, from the crowd. I mean, it's a and uh, we actually broke ground on uh, another song called uh, called Door that's uh, really really groovy. Uh, and and uh, we dropped that on the crowd this uh, about two weekends ago, and it's uh, it, it it actually went well went well with the crowd. Right on. Well, you just mentioned cover story, and that's the song I'm going to cue next uh, here in a couple <laughs> minutes. Um, but uh, before we get to talking about that, I'm going to turn it over to Derek. All right. Thank thank you, Billy. Uh, <laughs> Now, has have people come up to you that don't necessarily like the music that you play, but came up to you at the end of a show and go, "Man, you know what? You guys are really freaking good. You've converted me into a fan of yours." Have you ever had anybody, you know, ever had like turn new people onto your music? Um. Every show, we usually get, you know, one to five people come up to us and say, hey, man, you guys are awesome. You know, I, I came to hear such and such, but I really like you guys, and they'll pick up a CD and go on out the door. Uh, that's, uh, that's it's uh, odd to be able to be at the creation process where we are and have this stuff really liked by somebody. Uh, that's, it's hard to accept, but it is happening. And but we do get a lot of people at our shows that turn around and and we've converted and say you know especially when we play with a lot of the uh, the heavier bands than us like man you know I really loved you guys man <laughs> where are you playing that next uh, how many CDs you got out where can I find you guys online that kind of stuff so yeah because uh, sorry uh, keep going if you were gonna oh no I, that that kind of ended up okay 
because I got this stuff from Billy, and Billy told me, he's like, Derek, I'm going to send you some stuff by Skin Jacket. And I said, you know what? I have heard some of the craziest freaking names ever. Cannibal Corpse, Cal Decapitation. I'm like, I bet these guys are heavy. I listened to your song, and, you know, I just rolled my eyes. It was one of the first ones I listened to, and I'm like, I can actually get into this. And I'm not really big into, like, the not necessarily the heavy stuff, but, I mean, the stuff that you guys play, I can actually bob my head to, and I can actually get into it. So, so you guys, you guys caught me as a fan. So, <laughs> good, welcome, welcome. Uh, we load in at three o'clock this Sunday. Uh, we definitely need help with all the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it sounds more inviting than sounds more inviting than form a feed. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I bet you guys can pay a lot more than a lot more than they can. Oh, but you know what? I better not say anything because some some people actually made uh, actually were making fun of Formafi and actually got fired because they were bringing their name derogatory on so, on social media. But I I really don't think anybody from my work actually listens to this. So, fuck <laughs> 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 them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Damn it. <laughs> all right i got cover story queued up next uh before i play this song uh definitely tell us a little bit about this one um that was inspired back in the uh the boston marathon bombing um when they put him on the cover of time magazine i think every one of us just kind of lost our mind that as a society what in the hell are we doing you know, nobody seems to want to pull their head out of their ass and take a look around and see what the hell's going on in this world. And we have just become so accepting to all the media pushing pure shit down our throats. And that's uh, pretty much sums that song up, is <laughs> yeah. uh, how evil the media is. They want us all to be sheep and just follow. And um, it, it, the, the song, you know, it, it's, uh, I think it's very close and personal to every single one of us on some level. Um, and it, the, the power kind of comes out because it, it's it's uh, very personal to us. You know, I we have talked about this stuff on our show before about uh, how, how, especially if you turn on the evening news and you... you you hear very little that's positive. Right. You know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and quite frankly, I, I don't, uh, Fox News, CNN, CNBC, all that bullshit, they can kiss my ass because I want to, I, I want to wind down and enjoy something and have some positivity. I don't want to hear all that shit. Right. That shit just makes my blood pressure go up. <laughs> I can't watch it. <laughs> yes. So, Anyway, without any further ado, I want to go ahead and cue cover story. Right on, man.
You know, I don't know what I like better in that song, the heavy riffs or the message of that song, but uh, Chris, what do you think of that song? I think that explains uh, what I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. That That's a damn good song. I, I like the way it's done. I love the riffs. I love the message. Great song. Thank you. That that means a lot. Yes, we appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Derek, I think it's time for the curveball. Another, oh. another curveball, man? I got to say, my arm is kind of out of whack already. <laughs> yeah, because they smacked they smacked the first one out. out. They they knocked out a home run the first one. Let's see if we can get him with this one. Yeah, they smacked the home run and it busted a hole in my freaking car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Now, I know we call these curveballs because they make you think. But anyways, now skin jagging now. You guys are on a nationwide tour going into going all across the United States on a nice tour bus. United States, part of Canada, part of Mexico. You know, that way we get that international stuff in there, too. Now, you have three opening slots on this big tour. Skin Jacket is the coup de grace, the finale, the final, the final, you know, part of the, of the show. Again, three opening slots. You can give it to whoever you want, past or present, any genre you want. Who would it be and why? Non-point, Chevelle. just for the live show that they put on. Chevelle for me. Okay, we are. We've got non-point in Chevelle. Um, go ahead, Hayworth. Life of agony. Just love their music. So, oh boy, and they I, they. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably pick Fear Factor. I just. I just love those guys. That's just my band. I love them. You played them twice so far. Yeah, that's yeah. twice, yeah. So maybe they'll give us a call. <laughs> Damn, they answered it with ease, Derek. <laughs> I, 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 sw- I swear to God, they sent that one out, and the ball was on fire, and it busted a hole in a freaking barn and blew everything up on, on the west side of Minneapolis. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 know I that you were asked that question and they did their research before then they must have known you were going to ask them the tough ones <laughs> hey, we do have archives to get people prepared so i was gonna say billy did you give these guys any of the archives no i but i did tell uh abby where they were <laughs> well, well I, got, I gotta say guys you guys are awesome in my book and you answered the questions perfectly although you know, if you guys are like, God damn, now I gotta now I gotta think about that. That's what I like, but you guys answered it pretty much just right off the bat. So great job, guys. I love your guys' music. Let's keep this interview going. Billy, you got anything else to ask? Oh, absolutely. I got I gotta ask uh, the one question I always love to ask is uh, you know, uh we were just talking about touring now. But for you guys, we're talking worldwide now. Any place you'd like to play in the world, what is that dream stage for you? Where would you like to play? Wembley. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that would be the hit. Or even a uh, – I don't like it. I don't like football at all, but I'd love to do an NFL, you know, halftime show. The Super Bowl? Yeah. Cool. Hey, well, Billy, it looks like they smacked another one out of the park. 
<laughs> These guys are good. That's very good. Your studio. <laughs> All right. Well, if if only we had a studio. <laughs> yeah, the, the the three of us just uh, do it from our computers in the comfort of, comforts of our own home. That's about. It. What's that? What'd you say? Your living room will be just fine. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mine's cracked open to Beanie Winnie's, man. We'll be there. <laughs> and we actually played a tattoo parlor once. Yeah. But opening show or uh, like we don't a grand show? At a tattoo parlor. Yeah. I have nice. no idea how that happened. They had uh, human people hanging. Yeah, that was. You know, skin, flesh hanging things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with the hang from the hooks suspension. and stuff. Like, yeah, suspension yeah. stuff. Yeah. We blame Greg. Yeah. <laughs> He's not here. Good times. Good times. Uh, did you guys get any ink while you uh, were there? No. No, they were too damn expensive. <laughs> they had a coke machine. Right. They were two fifty a coke. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's get, that's getting a, a bit too ridiculous if you ask me, but that's another subject for another time, right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm getting. Uh, I'm I'm uh, out of questions at this point. Uh, Going to get ready to wrap this one up, but uh, Derek, you always have an important one. You you always like to ask. All right. Now, at, after your show is done, you guys have uh, kids or, you know, like 18, 19-year-old adults, I guess growing adults, growing into adults, coming up and asking you for advice. What advice would you be able to give them? Stay humble. So this world will kick you in the ass. Yep. Stay humble, stay in school, be smart, you know. Get good grades, eat your vegetables, that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, well, I think that's uh, first for uh, eating your vegetables because God knows I was never uh, one of the guys to actually eat my vegetables until now. <laughs> <laughs> now we just tell everybody to, uh, you know, stay strong, always be determined, you know, you know, make good decisions, uh, think about what you're doing. You know, take chances when you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, like Shane said, stay humble because that'll keep you that'll keep you uh you sane, I guess. Staying humble. Right on. Now uh you guys go ahead and give yourself a plug. Tell the listeners where they can find Skin Jacket, where they can find your music, uh and other details. Okay, um, we have uh, a website up. It's uh, skinjacketband.com. Uh, we have uh, Reverb. We're on Reverb Nation. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, and just, you know, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash skinjacket. Same thing with Twitter. Uh, we're on iTunes. You can find our music on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google Play. Um, there's, uh, there's a few radio stations that have picked us up. We're on Boston Radio. We're on Middle Nation Radio. Uh, you guys have hooked us up. Uh, we've gotten played on 93.3 and 106.5. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Not 93.3. I apologize. Uh, 106.5. We've been played on 106.5. Um, so we're out there. And also Step 13 Radio in uh, Texas. Texas. And there's been some other ones. Uh, Ray, uh, Rock Rage Radio has picked us up. Uh, so we've 
We're out there. Very good one. Yes, and I'm pretty sure with the uh, association with Asgard, you've been played. I know you've been played there because I've played your stuff on Asgard Radio. Yeah. <laughs> and now well, you're we on do the No Holds Network. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you very much for your time here on the show. I want to wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And should you ever make it to the West Coast, you got to let me know. Most definitely. Most definitely. We will. Yes. Well, once again, thank you very much for your time. We're going to hit our first music set. we got five songs by Skin Jacket we're about to play. And uh, when we come back, of course, we have News of the Weird and or whatever else we're going to talk about. But uh, once again, thank you guys very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. Thank you. You bet. All right. We'll be back after this. You are listening to Outlaw Radio on the No Holds Barred Radio Network, where if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother.
people, do you have friends and family constantly asking you, is it time to start looking for a new computer? Well, with the upcoming free Stereo Dust Particles desktop app, they won't have to ask. The Stereo Dust Particles desktop app has a series of customizable parameters that, when met, informs them in a friendly voice. Your computer sucks balls. And that it's time to start looking for a new computer. The Stereo Dust Particles desktop app. Coming soon to StereoDustParticles.com.
Thank you. 
Radio broadcasting awaits you. If you've ever dreamed of being a radio disc jockey, newscaster, sportscaster, or production director, this is one of those rare times in history where positive change is waiting for you. American Broadcasting School Incorporated, one of the most successful and best-known broadcasting institutions of its kind, presents your window of opportunity now. Now, you can train in fully equipped broadcast studios with instructors evaluating your on-air assignments as you do them. Plus, there's job placement assistance upon graduation. This is a nationally accredited institution that's ready to help you take your first steps into your new future. There has never been a more exciting time to be in the world of broadcasting. And financial aid is available for those who qualify. American Broadcasting School, the number one way of entering broadcasting for over 33 years. You're just a phone call away from the career you've always dreamed of. Hey, if you love your rock and talk, raw, uncut, unfiltered, uncensored, and unpussified, check out the Simply Wicked Show with hosts Super Mutant Brody, Kayla, and Jay every Friday night at 8 p.m. Central on Asgard Radio and replayed every Sunday at 4 p.m. Central on the Hard Rock Radio Network. Two average Joes and one average Jane get together, drink up, engage in witty banter and talking, and play the best in 80s, 90s, and 2000s metal, grunge, new wave, punk ska, and alternative music. Anything goes! You can also listen on demand and contact the show at simplywickedradio.net. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Simply Wicked Show. What more needs to be said? Monster Energy Fort Rock returns to Chesley Park April 29th and 30th with Jeff Leppard. Soundgarden. With a perfect circle, The Offspring, Maxidon, Chevelle, Papa Roach, Peter, Three Days Grace, Alter Bridge, The Pretty Reckless, and more. Fort Rock. 
25 bands, two days of non-stop rock and roll. Tickets are on sale now. Go to FortRockFestival.com for all your tickets and more. It's here. Psychosis, brand new CD, Drowning in Silence. To celebrate, Psychosis, Cold Cock Whiskey, and Ferocious Records are throwing a CD release party. Friday, April 7th at the Empire Concert Club in Akron, Ohio. You are invited. Invited. Playing live at the party. Psychosis. With Conniption Fit, Dead Leaf, Beneath a Dying Sun, Trifine, and Fit for a Funeral. Doors open at 7 p.m. The show is for all ages. There is a $3 surcharge for people under 21. The Psychosis Drowning in Silence CD Release Party. Be there. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Eric Stark, and Fat Billy on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Oh, one, two, three, four, fuck the shit. You fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit. What the fuck? I rolled my eyes and shit. Fuck. Welcome back to Outlaw Radio on the Knowles Bard Radio Network. I am one of your hosts, the Mad Dog himself, Derek Stark. What's going on, everybody? The songs you just heard kicking off that music set sponsored by Cold Cock Whiskey. Remember to raise your glass and take your shot. You must be 21 years or older to drink, although that didn't stop me. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious now. The songs you heard were all by Skin Jacket, the band we just got done interviewing. Uh, the first one, kicking that set off, was signed and sealed. Then, end of the line. Living, living dirt. Change. And finally ending, that set was farther. I think that's living dirty unless there's a typo in there. Uh, yeah, you put living dirty. Oh, living dirty. Okay, my bad. So, anyways, uh, welcome back. Now it's time for some news of the weird, I believe. Yep. All right. So we we got some good stories, do we, Chris? Yes, we do. All right. Let's get it started. This is Outlaw Radio. News of the are kissing or no i am the master chris master you're not looking at chatters again are you we can't was doing that we can't guys we can't operate while chris is on chatterbait that is inappropriate no don't worry i turned it off i turned inappropriate all right it's been a while since we heard that god i missed it Well, don't worry, I closed out of it so I wouldn't be distracted. All right. A whiz of a study has determined just how much urine may be in the average public pool. And urine urine for a shock. It's more than anyone wants. The news leak, actually the news about leaks, 
comes from a team of researchers in Canada who were looking for a way to detect urine in a swimming pool. (laughs) Uh, Turns out uh, the solution was pretty sweet. An artificial sweetener called um, a sulfame potassium, or ACE, found in a wide variety of consumer products. The human body doesn't break down ACE, so it's excreted in urine, but remains detectable in bodies of water, even at varying pH levels and temperatures. According to Environmental Science and Technology Letters, a respected periodical. How much urine exactly? Well, researchers monitored two public pools for three weeks for ACE. One pool contained 110,000 gallons of water, while the other held 220,000 gallons. Based on the ACE measurements, researchers estimate that over a three-week period, swimmers released 7.92 gallons of pee into the smaller pool and nearly 20 gallons into the larger one. Of course, you know, you have a larger pool, more pee. There you go. In addition, the team analyzed 250 samples from 31 other pools and hot tubs and discovered ACE levels were up to 570 times greater than the amount of pee found in tap water. Wait a minute. There's pee in our tap water? Good thing I only drink filtered. Uh, Urine contains nitrogenous compounds such as urea, ammonia, amino acids, and something you can't pronounce yeah twister put it that way yeah uh these materials can react with disinfectants and cause eye and respiratory irritation and people like professional swimmers and pool workers have reported asthma that's been linked to their long time spent in the pool according to the researchers Currently, there is no way to test for urine in pools, according to live science, unless, of course, you see a yellow streak emanating from the bathing suit of the person next to you. However, University of Alberta graduate student Lindsay Blackstock, the lead researcher of the study, suggests increased public education regarding appropriate swimming hygiene practices. She told ResearchGate, we recommend that all pool users should rinse off excess personal care products in the provided showers before entering public pools. Additionally, we should be we should all be considerate of others and make sure to exit the pool to use the restroom. Um Okay. Here all right, so basically this is a piss story. Um and I, I'm gonna say this. And sorry if anyone was ever in the pool with me. I have, I will admit, I have taken a whiz in the pool. Oh boy. I, I, I mean, now, granted, it wasn't. It it, it was a, when I was little, I used to go to the public pool, and yes, I will admit, I took whizzes in the pool. Hell, I was three. I didn't know any better. <laughs> and when I was and when I was uh, at my friend's house, when I would swim there, you know, there were times when, hey, I couldn't hold it in. No one was looking. Chris I took a tinkle. He took a yeah. tinkle in the pool. But here's the thing, though. You know, I mean, now you can't sit. You two can't sit there and tell me that you guys have never took a whiz in the pool. Come on. I can honestly uh, say I never have. I've never done shit like that. 
Oh, bullshit. Come on. I'm dead serious, Chris. I the time I only went swimming, I swam up I swam up to seventh grade and for swim lessons and after that I never did that again. So I'm I'm actually serious. I've never Well well never, considering considering you live in Minnesota, you probably caught hypothermia. Well, <laughs> actually actually, old man Billy, this was actually during the summertime. When the weather is actually 96 degrees with high humidity, which means it is freaking so hot. You walk outside, take two steps, and then you're already sweating. So, of course, we're going to be going swimming. But I never had that happen. I can honestly say I've never done that. But, I mean, sir, I mean, come on. You, and, and now, I, now, here's the thing, though. I don't, I, I've only done it, like, I don't do it. I didn't do it often. I will say that. I've I only did it if I didn't feel like getting out of the pool and walking all the way inside to use the bathroom. I mean, because basically this is the being in the pool is the only is the one way that you can start to act like Billy, and that is peeing yourself. And that I mean that I don't have a problem with. What are you talking about? He just well, uh, he, he's just saying that Billy because you've been there since the dawn of time when dinosaurs roam the earth and when cavemen were saying so, what, so what's that got to do ooga, 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 shaka, you know so what's that got to do with me uh not being able to control my bladder i don't have that problem he's <laughs> <laughs> just saying you're old that's all yeah i mean hey old people are known to be able to lose control of their bowels and anyway hence, hence i don't need depends <laughs> but yeah, so I I mean yeah, I've taken whizzes in pools. No one's gotten sick. Therefore, something I must have did something right. Well, I do remember with that noted, Chris, I do remember though going to a swimming pool uh as well as Nevada, I believe, and there was a big sign up there on the fence or the wall something said we don't swim in your toilet, so don't pee in our pool. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And hey, I will say this though: if I ever, I will say this. There was one time that I uh, there was like a fountain at a former friend's house, and um, me and him got into some spat over something stupid he did. And um, he said he didn't want to be my friend anymore. And I'm like, okay. So I went out to leave. I went drop, I went outside, dropped my pants at the fountain and took a, and left a little token of our friendship in, in their fountain. <laughs> you did what? Are you I serious? a shit in their fountain. You, you dropped a duke in the fountain? Yeah, and I took a whiz in there, too, just for good measure. Wow. I hope the guy he's not listening to Outlaw Radio will be like, that's the dipshit that shit in my fountain. Chris, remind me not to uh, end our friendship because I don't need you shitting in the front yard. <laughs> uh, don't worry. <clears throat> and... Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is time for a reading from the book 
of escalators. Okay. Um, a man dressed as Jesus Christ in Cologne, Germany, found that his cross to bear was, well, his cross. The crucifix got stuck in the ceiling as he reached the top of an escalator at a metro station. The mirror, the mirror reports that the man was dressed as Christ over the weekend for Carnival, which is the city's festival leading up to Lent. There is a gif of him rising up the escalator. The ride was uneventful until the moment when he, his cross got stuck in the ceiling. Spectators laughed during his brief struggle with the cross. He eventually freed it, but may have damaged the ceiling in the process. Even the man dressed as Jesus couldn't help but laugh. Okay. Um, that. Okay. Um, and I just saw the tweet about of don't swim in your toilet. Nice. <laughs> uh, now I'm now I mentioned this last night on the Friday Night Renegade show. Derek knows this story, mm-hmm. but Billy doesn't. Yeah. Anyway. Some people who are eating those new uh all right, Billy, do you have you heard of the new uh peat flavored Oreos? What? There's they are peeps. Um there are Oreos that have peep uh filling. Do you know what peeps are? Okay, yes, yes. Like marshmallow candies, yes. Yeah. They had uh there there's a Oreo flavor now. But um, the some people who are eating those new Peeps flavored Oreos are apparently in the pink. Well, their poop is. The limited edition Oreos were released a few weeks ago to a hungry world. Since then, there's been anecdotal evidence suggesting the blending of two edible icons has some strange side effects. Some are immediately obvious, like turning your tongue pink. Food blogger, junk food guy gave the Peeps Oreos high marks, calling it a sweet, sweet flavor bomb. However, he warned readers, dude, the cream turned my saliva bright pink. Bright pink. This is sort of horrifying. This is the type of food dye where an hour later, when I went to brush my teeth, it turned my toothbrush pink. What the heck? What the heck? Others noticed a similar effect on the back end. Mark Devon Lau on Twitter said, thank you, Oreo Peeps brand, for turning my poop reddish pink. Poop happens. Ellie Wan said, at Oreo, the Peeps Oreos made my poop bright pink. Some got more graphic. L. Levin said, my roommate ate a whole pack of Oreo Peeps and left a pink stain in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. To emphasize, all of these reports of pink poop from Peeps Oreos is strictly anecdotal. Not everyone who has sampled them has had the same colorful experience. Um, HuffPost Lifestyle editor Carly Ledbetter sampled the cookies without any ill effects. She said, I only ate one or two at a time, so I didn't have any side effects. Of course you wouldn't. I think this is probably more for people who eat a lot of them, like an entire sleeve or two at once. Yeah. Honorio spokeswoman sent this statement explaining the pink poop from the Peeps Oreos. The Oreo Peep Limited Edition Sandwich Cookies contain a bright pink food coloring, FD&C Red Number 3. We use this ingredient in the product consistent with U.S. Food and Drug Administration regulations. Certain foods can temporarily color the tongue and inside of the mouth. 
This is common with brightly colored products such as ice pops, gelatins, and drink mixes, as well as with certain fruits and vegetables, including beets and cranberries. Such foods can also temporarily color stool. Uh, okay. Um, I really have nothing else to say because, I mean, all the crap is listed right there. So uh, all the crap is listed and it's uh, multicolored. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty crappy story. Um and I I didn't um this really I don't think this qualifies as weird, but um I just like it because I mean it's about boobs. Um yes, boobs. Well, um, it's really I, it's really too long for me to read. So what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna send it to you and let y'all enjoy the pictures, because the pictures are worth more than the story itself. Um, and let me just say, she has nice ones. Anyways, moving on. Uh, and if you want to know what we're talking about, no, you don't. Uh, just no, no, you don't. <clears throat> um. Pardon me. Anyways, um, for the full Terminator Bionic Man effect comes a brave new world condom ring to measure almost everything guys have wanted to know about their sexual performance. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. The icon bills itself as the world's first smart condom. Manufacturer British Condom notes, welcome to the future of wearable technology in the bedroom. In fact, the device is a ring that men can wear with a condom during sex to track a number of pertinent facts. It's not actually available yet, but the company is taking early bid re- early bird registrations around the world for the product, which will sell for about $75 once it's released sometime this year. The icon tracks speed, average thrust velocity, duration, skin temperature, girth, calories, burn, no joke, and frequency of sessions damn most importantly for many no doubt will be how a wearer stacks up to the average and best performers though a sexual partner will likely have an insight or two about that statistics are tracked via an icon app the icon is also supposed to be able to sense sexually transmitted diseases the ring will come with a one-year warranty and have a micro usb charging port Provide up to eight hours of juice after a single hour of being plugged in. If you're having sex for eight hours, there is something wrong with you. You either can't, you either need Viagra or you need to get a porn contract. British Condoms vows that all data will be kept anonymous, but users will have the option to share their recent data with friends or indeed the world. Just watch out for those Russian hackers. All right, now but will have the option to share their recent data with friends. Why would you do that? I mean, can you imagine? Hey, guys, look, go check out my stats. I just boinked my girlfriend, and she, and damn, was it long. I mean, <laughs> I mean Billy, you don't, you don't regale us with every time that you um, have sexual relations with your wife. I mean... And and Derek doesn't regale us every time he um, has every time he kisses somebody. So and, and you don't every time you fap. Exactly. 
So it's so. I mean, why would you want to share that on social media? I mean, seriously. If and, and if you're blinking for eight hours. Hey, hey, you know, hey! You know what though? I mean, if you're you're able to go that long, I that may say a lot of good. No, that may say a lot of good things about you. <laughs> yes, baby, just like that. Oh. Seriously, I couldn't even imagine going going at it for eight hours. I mean, you kind of think that you'd be covered in sweat and pretty much just like bam, bam, bam. God damn, I'm on the seven hour mark. What the hell is going on with me? Bam, 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 bam. See, I, I just, I mean, for for the stats, for the stats to show your friends like, hey guys. Guess how long I went with my girlfriend the other night? Four hours, fifty minutes. That way, I could actually see if you want to show it to your friends. But that'd be the only that'd be the only benefit, I think. Um, and there's a picture of the of the uh, icon, and it's and they say it's kind of like it's kind of a Fitbit for your junk. And the headline: High tech condom ring coming out to measure boink performance. Now, in relation to that story, some related coverage on that. Um, this was from uh, last year. What's the ideal penis length? Depends on where you live. A new survey conducted by British online medical website Dr. Ed asked women and men from Europe and North America about their sexual health and happiness. Respondents had to guess the length of the average erect penis and also answer what an ideal penis is lengthwise. I guess Ross can answer that question. No matter. <laughs> Damn. Uh, sorry. Uh, no matter what people thought the average penis length was, everyone's ideal length was always bigger. Some things really are universal. Although 2,121 respondents between the ages of 18 and 75. 1,148 identified as male and 973 identified as female. Almost half of the survey pool was from the United States, while the rest lived in nine different countries throughout Europe. The survey did not account for sexual identity or ethnicity of respondents. And because Dr. Ed is a UK-based website, the results are measured in centimeters. Remember, one centimeter equals 0.4 inches. While the study's results were intriguing, you might want to take the findings with a grain of salt because the researchers didn't account for sexuality. The definition ideal is in the eye of the beholder. Is ideal in the context of a sexual relationship or in the context of self-confidence? And if you're a lesbian, well, just take a wild guess about penis size. Um, Let's see. Perceived average and ideal penis length by gender. Um... So let's see here. Um, all right, I need to get I need to go to Google and get a centimeter to inches um, converter. Centimeter centimeters to inches. Okay. So the for female, the perceived average penis length is thirteen point eight centimeters, which is five point four inches. The perceived ideal penis length in females is six point two inches. Now, for males, the perceived average penis length, 14.1 centimeters, which is five and a half inches. Ideal, perceived ideal penis length is 6.5 inches. 
Um, the perceived average and ideal penis length by country. <laughs> this is stupid. Um, <laughs> I can just imagine all of us just getting rulers out. <laughs> um, in, in Poland, the perceived average penis length, 6.1 inches. The perceived ideal, 6.8. In Austria, the average... 6.14 inches, and the perceived ideal, 6.9 inches. In Italy, average, 6.6 6 inches. For ideal, 6.7. In Germany, 5.8 average, small tally whacker, and uh, ideal, 6.4. In the United States, the perceived average penis length in our country, 14.3 centimeters, 5.6 inches. The perceived ideal penis length, 6.6. Now, in the United and the United Kingdom apparently has the smallest. The average, the perceived average penis length, 4.8 inches. Perceived ideal penis length, 5.7. So, apparently, thankfully, the United States is not the one with the smallest tally whackers. I like to think of myself as I am proud of what I have. <laughs> I mean, according to, um, according to the survey here, uh, Poland has the biggest tally whackers. So, <laughs> Poland has the biggest tallywhackers in the world. Now, now every woman's going to end up going to Poland. <laughs> now, according to the data, only 10% of men are dissatisfied with their penis sizes, while 45% are perfectly content. The majority of women reported that penis size is somewhat important, while 21.4% said it's not important, and only 11.2% said it's very important. 11.2% are apparently porn stars. As researchers wrote in their explanation of the survey, perceptions of penis size are very different from actual penis lengths. Uh, okay, I'm just going to stop there because, I mean, talking about tallywhacker lengths, just, it, it, it. You had enough talking about tallywhackers? Yeah, it's, 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 it's I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Ten grand on going to school, and we and we're here. We are talking about playing with our penis. No, hey, at, least, hey, at penis least we're un- hey, at least we're uncensored. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. thank God. God. I mean, first we're talking about Emma Watson's boobs, and then we talk about condom rings, and that, and then we talk about penis sizes. All, the, all I'm gonna say is this, guys. I'm a guy, and God knows, you know, I've been doing that since God knows when. But anyway, guys, this is for everybody out there listening. Be proud of what you have. Don't be ashamed. And, and yes, if you – well, actually, if you don't use it, you don't lose it. So you actually have to use it. So just use it like it's going out of style. Just saying. Be proud of who you are and be proud of what you got. By the way, um, 
One more story. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it about me? Uh, no. No. Oh. Um, it, it's actual news. No. Um, in the oh, first no. In the first known brothel of its kind, a Barcelona establishment is offering erotic sessions with sex dolls only. Clients of the quote-unquote agency will have to pony up $127 an hour for a sex session with one of four big-breasted Lumi dolls, blonde Katie, Asian-featured Lily, dark-skinned Lisa, and anime model Aki, who wears her blue hair and ponytails. Why sex dolls? For one thing, the silicone dolls are expensive to own, costing at least $5,500, not to mention embarrassing to have around the house. In addition, having sex with a doll is not technically cheating on a spouse. The website for the Lumi models promises they are totally realistic dolls, both in their movements and in their feel, and they will allow you to fulfill all your fantasies without limits. Sure. Clients are invited to request clothing and positions for encounters with their mates in a private room in a downtown Barcelona apartment. Romance is not required. Dolls will be disinfected after each use, the website promises, and clients are asked to use condoms. Organizers claim that several sessions with the silicone stable have already been reserved. Though the Spanish brothel appears to be unique, Lumi dolls join an increasingly crowded population of brands of realistic-looking plastic and silicone sex partners. And they're just the beginning of a revolutionary change in the industry that seems to be galloping towards something resembling TV's futuristic Westworld, where robots nearly indistinguishable from real people fulfill the basest desires of human customers. The current crop of artificial mates is expected to morph from realistic-looking dolls to something, look, to something closer to robots. A sci-fi model costing more than $15,000 could be on the market as early as next year, capable of speech, and even appearing to express emotion. So basically, you can have a robot saying, Oh, yeah, baby, just like that. Just like that. Oh. <laughs> you California know, company Real Doll, which touts its brand as the world's finest love dolls expertly handcrafted in the USA, is creating a harmony in artificial intelligence model that will allow users to program personality based on 12 traits from shyness to wit, as well as to customizable looks down to freckles. Wow. Real doll also, real doll also intends to offer a male robotic version and currently has male sex dolls. The robotic co dolls will be controlled via an app paid for by subscription. The app could be ready before summer and a robotic head is planned for completion by the end of the year reports digital trends. Company CEO Matt McMullen told Digital Trends, we are developing the Harmony Owl system to add a new layer to the relationship people can have with the real doll. Many of our clients rely on their imaginations to a great degree to impose imagined personalities on their dolls. With the Harmony Owl, they will be able to actually create these personalities instead of having to imagine them. McMullen envisions Harmony Owl being capable of interactive conversation that will blossom into a learning about owners over time that won't necessarily be limited to sex. He believes Harmony Owl will aid those who have a difficult time with real relationships and will provide a way for others to explore uncharted territory. So basically, you can have a doll where all it does is you can just fucking in the ass. <laughs> you know, if you're, I'm not that, if, you're, if you're into that kinky sort of thing. 
You know, I mean, I'm not saying that that wouldn't be. I, I'm going to say is that that would be actually somewhat interesting for people to actually like give it a shot and actually try it. But could you imagine if the woman was actually trying it and then the the subscription ran up and the guy was just like, "You have not paid your bill." Oh fuck. Yeah, just like instantly like yeah. shut off or whatever. But I just don't want it to end up going like like the Terminator and end up overreacting and end up just freaking busting out a window and we'd be in like the Terminator all over again. Just these yeah. robot things, these naked robot things running around going, take me to your leader, you know, that kind of thing. I think it'd be pretty funny actually for a little bit, but once they p- start picking up guns, I get the hell out of here then. Man. By the way, uh, <laughs> take a look at the woman's face in the background of the picture I just sent you. Uh, she's just like, hmm, I want to get in on that. <laughs> she, no, she's <laughs> like, no, no, I'm, I'm seeing more of the uh, reaction of like, are you serious? <laughs> with two women kissing in public. Not, not at all. Especially when they're they're porn stars. Which brings me to my next question. Where the hell did you get this? Twitter. (laughs) Twitter. Jeez, jeez. Hey, they're Chatterbay models, so... Oh, God. I should have... Yeah, you see, you got it off Twitter via link off of Chatterbay. Yeah, they were... They're models on Chatterbay, and I followed them on Twitter, and that was on their Twitter feed. <laughs> plus, plus they're plus they're for legalizing pot. So hey, they're in a the water kissing each other, trying to legalize pot. I mean, hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I think it's time for for our next music set. <laughs> yeah, it's just about that time, and of course, you know how to close it out, Chris. And ladies and gentlemen, that was News of the Weird. Yes, indeed, that was News of the Weird. <laughs> Definitely weird. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Jessamyn Duke actually liked the uh, tweet that I actually sent out to her. I said, Say, Jessamyn Duke, if you need some good music to listen to while working out, then listen to Skin Jacket. This is from uh, Derek Stark, by the way. So, so hopefully, uh, Jessamyn Duke likes uh, Skin Jacket, hopefully. So, anyway, next music set, what do we got? Oh, yes, we got uh, Bo Daniels, going to be followed by Lurid Liz. She's going to be followed up with uh, Mandy Shea. Then uh, a new band out of uh, Finland that I want to try to get here on Outlaw Radio sometime. They're called Viper Arms, and they're pretty damn good. And uh, we're going to close out the set with Charlie Bonnet III. So with that said, we'll be back. Who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Masters. 
Derek Stark, and Bad Billy on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Where we are known as proper gentlemen because we always ask... Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fans.
I'm a better man. I'm a better man. I'm a better man. Did you catch your wife in the full mount with an unsanctioned opponent? Has your better half gone up three weight classes? Randy Couture, divorce attorney. Have you taken enough of a beating? Are you ready to tap out of your marriage? Then you need me, Randy Couture, divorce attorney. He's right on the chase. He'll punch your ex in the face, yeah. I'll save you every dime, even if I have to choke somebody to do it. Keep your house. He'll help get rid of your spouse. Return clients, be sure to ask about our customer loyalty discount. Randy Couture, divorce attorney. Never learns, no regret, no concerns, no respect. Sorry now, yeah, I bet. Had your chance, don't forget. You should stay the fuck away. I am not about to play. Not today, I'm not okay. I broke free, I couldn't wait. No bail or mystery. Want to make you history. Knowing you is so much hell, I think my soul is blistering. You could call me stupid bitch. Sure, I'm not a clever bitch. One who doesn't always show what the fuck you're messing with. You don't know me, you don't own me. I'm too much heat, don't you touch me. Give me reasons, I should Keep them, I should hide your fucking secrets Know your type, know it well I'm attracted to the hell You won't say it's your fault I won't either, I will blame myself I don't think you're sorry, dude Over what you put me through Well, okay, I'm working through what, But I'm great and so not ruined There I go convincing me I have no consistency Yeah, I know I'm so extreme I also know I really need Somewhere I am seeing stars Right a fucking hundred bars. Anyways, I am alive. Anything, I will survive. You know there's no stopping me. I give a fuck. You're mad at me. Only think it's sad to see you're such a fucking tragedy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Give a fuck if you think it's wrong. It's up there. I made a song. Fuck me. Kick rocks. You don't know me. You don't own me. I'm too much hate. Don't you touch me. Give me reasons. I should keep them. I should hide your fucking secrets. Know your type. Know it well. I'm attracted to the hell. You won't say it's your fault. I won't either. I will blame myself. I don't think you're sorry, dude. I don't think you're sorry, dude. Tell me I repeat myself. I am me, so I have a clue. Tell me I repeat myself. How have you misunderstood? Tell me I repeat myself. I would stop it if I could. You don't know me, you don't own me I'm too much heat, don't you touch me Give me reasons, I should keep them I should hide your fucking secrets Know your type, know it well I'm attracted to the hell You won't say it's your fault I won't either, I will blame myself I don't think you're sorry, dude Over what you put me through Well, okay, I'm working through it But I'm great and so not ruined There I go convincing me I have no consistency Yeah, I know I'm so 
Well, there ain't no way my tolerate the cursing and the smoking dope. If this and if that, it's a fact. My mouth gets washed with soap. They got no respect for elders and no pride in their country. But can't need it's a good ass woman that my mama used to give to me. All right. Broadcasting can be yours with help from American Broadcasting School. There are a lot of career possibilities out there. Why just dream it? You can become a radio disc jockey, sportscaster, newscaster, or production director. American Broadcasting School, one of the best-known, nationally accredited broadcasting institutions of its kind, can teach you the skills to succeed. Best of all, you'll train from your home computer. Go live on your own internet radio station as instructors evaluate your on-air assignments. You'll receive all the instructional materials and software to get you started. Train from home, learn from home. It's that convenient. Plus, American Broadcasting School offers job placement assistance, so you can land the broadcasting career you deserve. ABS has helped thousands of graduates break into the field, and you're next. American Broadcasting School is the nation's number one way of entering broadcasting. Call 888-677-5227 or visit online at radioschoolonline.com. He took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. By some, he's been called controversial. He is the free American, Clay Douglas. Now, keep in mind that some of my guests have been approached by Homeland Security or FBI saying, why are you going on the Clay Douglas show? My message to those guys, if they're listening this morning, is good morning. Go get a cup of coffee. Maybe you'll learn something. Yeah, sit down. I've always invited you. I hope you come into my lecture, man. Now, you know, we, we both took the same oath. To defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I don't recall there being an expiration date on that. Catch the Free American weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. For the podcast and more details, go to freeamerican.com. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. At ESC 58, the lightweight champion, American Dave Masani, will defend his title against Cape Town favorite, Don Madge. Will the pain train's dominance continue inside the hexagon, or will the magic man finally get his hands back on ESC gold? Plus, the former interim bantamweight champion, Ishad Syed, will aim to set the crowd alight against the electrifying showman. 
Tumisong, Mediva, EFC 58, Saturday, 8th April, Grand West, Cape Town. Tickets and broadcast information at EFCWorldwide.com. Hi, it's the big voice guy, the one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too, no matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. Fuck yourself. You're listening to Outlaw Radio with Chris Master, Derek Stark, and Bad Billy on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Welcome back to Outlaw Radio, everyone. I am the master, Chris Master. What you just heard was What Kids Need is a Good-Ass Whoopin' by Charlie Bonnet III. Before that, Everything Nothingness by Viper Arms. And right before that was You're My Addiction by Mandy Shea. And then My Too Late by Lurid Liz. And then setting off that whole list was Better Man by Bo Daniels. And this episode, as always, is sponsored by Cold Cock Whiskey. Take your shot. Yes, you must be 21 years of age or older to drink, and I but I don't drink anymore, so yeah. So that kind of settles that more for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I stick with uh, screwdrivers. Uh, the cold cock whiskey you can have, Billy, because you like that cold cock shot right in the mouth. Which sounded uh. gay. Right, we'll go That's with it. That's what I intended was to make it sound gross. <laughs> You're nasty. You know, you know what, though? That's the way they said it in the first commercial we we had from them, which is pretty <laughs> funny, by the way. Oh, boy. But, uh, you know, this could have gone into news of the weird, but uh, this is definitely very, very stupid, what I discovered. I, yeah. th- I think what consenting adults do Behind closed doors is nobody's business, and that includes the law and the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to read off that list where oral sex is illegal? Which states? Go ahead, Derek. You take this one. All right. States where oral sex is illegal. Alabama. You get a Class A misdemeanor, maximum one year, or a $6,000 fine, or you probably get all of them, I don't know. Florida, Class 2 misdemeanor, maximum 60 days, $500 fine. Georgia, 1 to 20 years. Idaho, minimum 5 years. Kansas, yeah, Kansas. Class B misdemeanor, maximum 6 months. Louisiana, maximum five years, $2,000 fine. 
Maryland, maximum of 10 years and a $1,000 fine. Massachusetts, maximum 20 years. Michigan, you get a felony and a maximum of 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Minnesota, maximum one year and $3,000 fine. You know, I'm going to say this right now. Must oral sex be illegal in the states where me and Billy and Chris live? Seriously? (laughs) Must must be illegal at all unless it's by force. Why should it be illegal? That's bullshit. Exactly. And and how many how many cops out there are getting their dick sucked when they get off duty? Yeah, continuing. Yeah, I, mean, I I've I've committed a crime in two of those states, Alabama and Georgia. Now continuing the list, Mississippi, you get a maximum of ten years. Montana, maximum of ten years and a fifty thousand dollar fine. North Carolina, you get a class one class one felony. Oklahoma, maximum of ten years. South Carolina, felony, maximum of five years and a $500 fine. Texas, Class C misdemeanor and a maximum of $500 fine. Utah, Class B misdemeanor, maximum six months and a $1,000 fine. Virginia, Class 6, felony, one to five years and a $2,500 fine. You know, this is just fucking dumb. What I do in the privacy of my own home involving oral sex does not have any concern with anybody. I'm just saying, it's stupid next thing you know it's going to be illegal to touch the butt okay it's going to be illegal to talk to somebody for christ's sakes is what it seems like it's gonna be yeah pretty much it's gonna be illegal to even look at him look at him the, the good way as a you know it's they it's just another way for the for the government to control us basically so, you know, it's uh, that that the whole thing of what we do, what I do in my house is nobody else's business. I mean, especially what's between two consenting adults, that's not hurting anybody else. Exactly. I mean, now if it was out in public, that'd be one thing. Well, but... yeah, that, that'd be indecent exposure. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, in the, if it's in the privacy of your own home, where you know you're in your bedroom and all the windows are closed, have at it. I mean, you. I mean, you can be pouring candle wax on each other for all we care. Yeah, of course. Uh, then you're risking a uh, very bad burn. A very bad burn. Possibly uh, be careful where the candle is, especially if you're in an apartment complex. Depending on the state you're in, you could be charged with arson. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's stupid. I mean, and here's the thing. I've committed, uh, basically, I could be charged, for, you know, seeing that, I can be charged with a Class A misdemeanor, a uh, maximum of one year and $6,000 fine, and I can get one to 20 years. So pretty much you'd be fucked for the rest of your life now, Chris. I mean, yeah. some, I mean, it's one thing to be conservative, but some states just take it way, way, way too fucking far. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, it's, uh, I, I just 
I just think that, you know, like, like I said, keep it in your pants until you get home. Then you can have all the fun you want. But if you're that horny that you got to get off in your car in a public place. I know uh, some people like that risk factor. Well, just make sure you're in a heavily wooded area where not a lot of people go down that road. And, yeah, make sure that it's that no one films it. That's the thing. Yes. All right, go. I kind of figured I was gonna hear some something else gonna fly out, fly off your lips there. But thank yeah. God. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think I know. I think I know what you were thinking. And yeah. no, no, <laughs> no. Oh shit! Let's just yeah. say. Pornhub covers all territories. There's a, a shut up. There's a, there's a video. <laughs> there's video for everything. Oh God! But uh, God, you know what though? It's uh, t- it's a good weekend for combat sports. That's for sure. I do believe you have a WWE pay per view tomorrow night. They had, yep. yeah, they yeah. had they had EFC. Uh, the first EFC of the year earlier today. Well, it was late at night in South Africa, and it was a hell of an event too. Um, yeah, just just to- awesome, awesome event that they had there in South Africa. Uh, and, and plus, um, you know, me and Derek, we're, we actually got to do our picks uh, for um, our event tomorrow night after the show. So we got yep. the U- we got the UFC going to uh happening right now as we speak got one of the biggest boxing cards uh of the of the decade happening right now Danny Garcia and Keith Thurman that that right there I I'm pretty sure I'm going to miss most of the I got to go back though I I got to read about it because uh they're saying this is one uh, you don't want to miss I'm pretty sure it's going to go to the decision when you have two when you have two uh fighters of that caliber it's all. It always goes to the decision, but, uh, but hey, hey, it's boxing. It's combat sports. Anything can happen. And uh, um, some of the some some of the results have actually already been posted. For, yes. Uh, yes. Yes, I know. I do believe right now we have. Uh, if you go to SureDog.com, you can read the play-by-play. And uh, let's see here. I do believe right now we have heavyweight action between the the Samoan monster Mark Hunt against the uh, against the what do you want to call it uh, Alistair Overroyd as I like to call him somebody who once fought at 205 pounds and all of a sudden bulked up to a, a 265 pound monster without any. Steroids at all. Alistair, uh, okay, yeah, his real name, Alistair Overeem. I, I always like to call him Alistair Overroyd. Ah, <laughs> that's inappropriate, Billy. We're radio, on radio, God damn it! I didn't say hemorrhoid, Derek. I, good Lord. <laughs> well, you just did, so. I did now, yeah, I did now. Thank you, man. I I just wanted to hear that, but 
Yeah, we got uh, Ringside Wrestling tomorrow. I am the reigning Ringside Wrestling Prediction Champion since, I believe, the Royal Rumble, if I remember right. Right, Chris? Yeah, when I went one and something or other in that bullshit of a pay-per-view. Which we will not get into because you can hear it on the archive on Mixcloud.com forward slash AOW underscore productions. But tomorrow, fast lane, and then at the end of the month, then is my vacation trip with my buddy to Orlando, Florida for WrestleMania 33. And on April 1st, we got NXT TakeOver Orlando, and which I may be able to watch. I may let my uh, WWE Network subscription carry over into WrestleMania because I have heard that there's some uh, interesting programming that comes on the week of WrestleMania on the network. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, NXT Takeover. They they've been doing the big the big pay per views, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble. They're really freaking they're really freaking awesome, Chris. You, every match is pretty much a five star match. So if I were you, I'd suggest you take a look at it. I definitely will. Um, and yeah, tomorrow uh, with it being a Raw pay per view, it even I mean, yeah, it's important, but. I'm not going to lose any sleep over any of the results because, to be quite frank, frankly about it, the writers Raw, are stupid. Yeah. Raw has gone down the fucking toilet. I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, the 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 poop turning pink story is more interesting. Oh God! Than, <laughs> and, that's how bad Raw has gotten. And I posted a photo of earlier this week of being in the cities at the XL Energy Center in Minneapolis for the SmackDown event, which was ten times better than the Raw event that we were at earlier that year or later in the later part of last year. So, yeah, and uh, good. Yeah, and so basically, yeah, tomorrow night. I'm going to be going over to my buddy Zach's house to watch uh, to watch Fastlane and um, probably be like, why the hell are, you know. But I have, I did find out two matches already for um, the, for WrestleMania. It's going to be Bray Wyatt versus either AJ Styles or Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. And we're also going to have Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. At WrestleMania. Yeah, and that, and that might possibly be for the Universal Heavyweight title, a.k.a. Ross title, if if Goldberg can defeat Kevin Owens tomorrow night for the Universal Championship. They have said that um, it's going to happen. Um, they, they had, there's been reports out. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and also a couple of matches that are probably going to be added to the WrestleMania card. Uh, Nikki Bella and John Cena versus um, The Miz and Maurice. Yeah. Which stemmed from uh, Maurice uh, getting getting pancaked at the last pay-per-view, which was friggin' hilarious. Yep. I mean, hey. Hey, I mean, you know... Apparently, Nikki Bella wanted to bake something with Maurice, and it exploded in Maurice's face. Yeah, yeah it's probably not the only thing that, that ever exploded in Maurice's face. <laughs> oh. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh. oh.
I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> but but hey, uh, before before we move on, I actually got some a new uh, some new sounders for the soundboard, including. Okay. You know, yeah. I actually was on FarmersOnly.com. Oh, gosh. I will admit, I was. And finally... I rode, I rode into, into town, town on, on ass. ass. Yo, mama's, Yo mama's ass. ass. I think that's kind of racist. Just a little bit. It really is, but it's hilarious. I rode in on an ass. Yo, mama's ass. Black Jesus. And I want to bring up something else, too, especially if any of you out there are listening on the Fillmore system. Uh, There's another phone system out there. It's called Livewire. Oh, yeah. And it's being run by somebody who is so power hungry. And basically, uh, you know, he's running it like a dictatorship. We really can't say that because he does own the system, so there's no takeover of it. But uh, he's basically running it like the Gestapo. His name is... Amadeus, or that's at least the uh, alias he goes by. Lord. I encourage anyone with half a brain not to call that system because there, I've already dealt with a system owner who works just like this Amadeus who I exposed him for what he truly is. I put his true colors out there, and I had the FBI call me. Yes, Alan Lind of the Dallas FBI office. Give me a call first. He sent me an email. Said he had more questions, and uh, yeah, come come to find out what a what a true slime bag this guy really is. Uh, JDT, the legend, Jeff Daniels. No, not the actor, but uh, those of you. Who have been in the quote-unquote phone world for a long t- for a while know of Little Hacker. Well, let's just say Little Hacker was doing a lot of uh, Jeff's dirty work, just as Amadeus is sending out minions to do his dirty work and recruit people to his station or to his chat system. And the way he treats some people, where he favors others, is. Just complete total crap. I I was deleted for good reason because I went after him and told him what a piece of shit he is. Other than that, he's he's deleted other people for no reason, just because they were friends of Gordon of my telespace. So, yeah, you you hear of Livewire? Don't call out there. But uh, yo, Amadeus, I put it out there on Twitter. You ever want to talk to me about this? You you say you want to settle differences. There are no differences to settle. I know what you are. I've dealt with your kind for before, so, and I've beaten your kind. And uh, call your lawyer. Say I'm slandering you. Go ahead and do it because you have. Really? 
Yeah, you have no grounds to stand on. In uh, in happy news, uh, the band Viper Arms is following us on Facebook or uh, Twitter. Right ah, now. Viper Arms, they're they're following us. Uh, yeah, I followed them and they're following back. All right. Well, hey, Viper Arms, God, I don't know your names, but uh, we we got to do a little talking. We got to have another international interview. Uh, somewhere else, you're you're out in Finland. We'd love to have you on the show. I'm very impressed with your music. So, you know what? Uh, let's set it up. Let's let's uh, let your music be heard here on Outlaw Radio. I would I would definitely welcome that interview. What do you guys think? I say it's about time we get overseas to Finland because we've already been to Denmark. We've already been to Cape Town, South Africa. Let's do a little bit more exploring. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, I have to. Well, getting back to the uh, EFC that happened earlier today, uh, Iga Cabeza, who lost his championship, uh, he he actually had a very funny quote because his opponent uh, Daniel Henry, who this was actually a rematch for the championship, he took the title from Henry. Henry took it back. Um, earlier today, but uh, there was a lot of trash talking going on there. And because Iga Cabeza doesn't, uh, he really doesn't get in the trash talking, he doesn't like to cuss at all. He said that uh, with all the trash talking, he said that Danny Henry sold him poop for a million dollars and he bought it, and it cost him his title. I could easily see another match, and between those two, and uh, left elbow, right knee, lights out. Alistar Overeem with the third round knockout at UFC 209 over Mark Hunt. So now could we easily be seeing Mark Hunt complain that that Alistar is on steroids and wants half of his winnings now, just like he did to Brock Lesnar? You know what? Uh, I I don't know, but uh, it'd be a good call on on Alistair Overeem. That's for sure. Uh, I'm not saying anything. I don't. I don't watch UFC hardly. I just watch for the for the women fights. Which I should say that I enjoyed seeing Ronda get knocked out by the lioness Amanda Nunes. I thought that was really great. Yeah, that oh, that was that was classic. That ah, uh, that was amazing. That was like Christmas all over again. Plus, plus, I actually won won uh, ten bucks on that bet. So. You did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me and my buddy uh, Birdman had a from where I work had a uh, had a bet going on. He's like, "All right, Derek, I'm gonna bet you ten bucks Ronda Rousey's gonna whoop Amanda." I'm like, "Okay, I'll bet you ten bucks Amanda's gonna whoop Ron whoop Ronda or uh, Ronda." And sure enough, I was right. Not even in the second round. Uh, no, it didn't even get past the first minute. I know. Oh. That's made it so funny. Yeah. Now, like I said, uh, Lucille's had uh, her opponents last longer than Ronda did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's been a number of guys that took that bat to the head and lasted longer, so. Exactly. By the way, uh, I, I do have to... Uh, I have to I have to say this because uh, I know how much uh, Chris loves The Walking Dead. Oh, but, God. But right. last but last week 
I decided I, I saw somebody uh they put it out there that uh put uh, in a fantasy matchup Negan against Hannibal Lecter. As big a fan as I am of Negan, I'm like Hannibal Lecter's just way, way too smart. And uh, I just got to go with Dr. Lecter on this. He He's more cunning, twice as evil, and far more intelligent. And my, I decided to put it out there to see how stupid some people really are, and uh, or stupid or biased. I really don't want to say stupid. There's a lot of bias saying Negan will shut that shit down, no exceptions. Nonetheless, you you can't forget that all Hannibal has to do is look you in the eye and start talking a little bit to get to the to the deepest fears of your mind, and he's got you right there. So, the I put the poll on Twitter, and it was at first it was starting to be a landslide for Negan, but uh, the votes started coming in for Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal, it's a close vote, but the final. The final close is uh, Hannibal Lecter wins by 53% of the votes. Nice. So. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I never got into that uh, Hannibal Lecter, Negan thing. So, you know, just. It, I just never got into that kind of kind of stuff, so. But Billy, I will say you did make sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna when I look at a, a matchup or something like that. You know, I'm I'm obviously gonna know who my personal favorite is, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna use my brain on it, and uh, I'm gonna, you know, stu- study the facts and not be biased. Mm-hmm. Good evening, Inspector. I can't do a Hannibal voice, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is on tap for this week for you guys? Well, I'm actually dealing with a little cunt liquor right now that's on YouTube that's trying to uh that's trying to basically uh, well troll me and yeah, it it's really beginning to piss me the fuck off, so I'm dealing with that at the moment. That's why I'm not speaking much. Ah, gotcha. But, uh, well, both of you guys, though, thank you very much. We have uh, new talent going to be featured on Outlaw Radio for the next two weeks before I take off on vacation. Uh, Yes, uh, the week of the 21st through the 28th, there will be no Outlaw Radio. But, uh, yeah, you're going to be uh, Derek. Who I forgot what her name is, but uh, I, I believe she's a, like a modern country slash pop singer. We're going to have her featured next. You brought her along. Thank you very much. Who is she? Her name is Mary Cutter, as in Cutter, as in K U T T E R. She's she's a big uh, up and coming country singer. She is uh, she's got a tremendous voice. I know she sent us some uh, some of her songs, although it's well, it's not as many as what we've got in the past from artists. But uh, she does have a nice biography. She's uh, toured around a little bit, so going to be asking her questions about that. Uh, 
geez, that inter- interesting upcoming, which we will be questioning. And, uh, yeah, very beautiful woman, talented artist, uh, definitely, definitely some, someone that, uh, country music can definitely use uh, among all this freaking pop country bullshit I've been hearing, which of course is also Aaron Stahl. So thank you for, uh, taking my quote that I, that I said about you and putting that on a poster I did not expect that. I thought that was really cool. I think I showed that to you, Billy. Yeah, yeah, I believe you did, yes. Very cool, very cool. And then the following week, March 18th, which is my brother's birthday, by the way, but uh, following week, Chris, you brought somebody along, Groove Moose. Yes, on uh, March 18th, we'll be interviewing the group Groove Moose. Um, I've known them since. I was in college. They uh, broke up for a few years, and they're reforming now. And as a matter of fact, um, in April, I'm going to be going on a Saturday night. They're going to. I'm going to be. I got invited to a little house party that they're having, and they're going to have a, their first performance uh, back as a group. Nice, nice. Yeah, it'd be good to hear from them. They're a different. Uh, they're a different sound. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, oh. A little modern rock, a little alternative mixed with a little pop is what I get. So, yeah. But, yeah, but, but yeah, Billy, I'm really, I'm, I mean, this is exciting for me and Chris because this is going to be the first interview I've fronted all the way since the beginning when we were talking to Gina Giordano. Yeah, yeah, it's been, that that was the only one you fronted. Uh, Chris has only fronted one that uh, was uh, Louise Warren. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, most. I mean, not due to a lack of trying. I mean, I've been trying to get a few different artists on, but none of them ever really come close, you know, to actually agreeing. Which, which in turn makes me feel like I did something wrong. But, you know, I guess that's just the way it is. You know, I mean, I tried getting a couple of them on here, Savannah Lynn never worked out. Mandy Shea, unfortunately, never worked out for both of them. So, um, And you know what? Uh, I, th- I think there's still hope that we may be able to get Mandy Shea. I just think we caught her at a bad time. Yeah, she's yeah. been dealing with a little bit. By the way, uh, Mandy Shea, uh, thoughts and prayers to you. I know you lost your dad not too long ago, so hugs yeah. to you. Hope you, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers out to your family right now. So. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. When the time is right, uh, we hope to get you out here. Mm-hmm. That'd so. be awesome. So, but yeah, uh, other than that, I'm hoping we can get Viper Arms because then that'd be another country we can cross off off of, off of our list. Absolutely. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I am ready to call it a night uh, here uh, because. Remember last week we were supposed to pre-record the interview with uh, the lead singer of Stoker, and it just didn't happen because uh, uh, he had a situation he had to deal with, but uh, we got to do that later tonight. And when I get back from vacation, which will be in April, we'll be featuring that interview, yes, Stoker out of South Africa, which will be a good one as well. Yep, so then after uh, March 18th, uh, we won't have any Outlaw Radio until April 8th, or uh, now I got to look at the calendar and give an exact date, and I'll let you know. Okay, because uh, at the end of the month, the 29th, all the way through April 2nd, I'm going to be on a mini vacation, uh, gratefully deserved, I should say, because of the shithole I'm working at, just saying. Uh, it's going to be nice to go to 
go and see WrestleMania, and it's going to be nice to finally hang out with Chris live and in person. Go to Florida. Go to Florida. <laughs> but before that, I got to go to Georgia and get to the Waffle Houses. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, you, you got to eat at Waffle House. Got to eat at Waffle House. They're good. Just uh, just remember, Derek, that blue waffles are not on the menu. I uh, yeah, inappropriate. <laughs> I hear about fucking blue waffles. <laughs> you said you said Waffle House. I had to throw that out there. I I I know. I don't need to see a blue waffle because that is just fucking gross as. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Chris, it's going to be awesome getting to meet you live in person and make sure to, uh, I'm sure we're going to be playing uh, Facebook live on both phones. So Billy, and oh, Bert, yeah. you're going to be seeing videos of it. Oh yeah. And then I'm going to download them and throw them on my YouTube channel, depicting my trip to Florida for WrestleMania 33. All right. So I will be back Saturday with the Indie Asylum. Going to have more music. I there was music I intended to have put in the uh, in the playlist, but I just didn't get to it. So yeah, I'm I'm working uh, with Asgard Radio. They they're sending me all kinds of music, so it's always interesting uh, what what they send. And that's it was uh, via, uh, Asgard Radio that I got Viper Arms. So yeah, let's just say more artists for the future that. Uh, are going to be uh, going to be featured here on Outlaw Radio. That I'm sure. So, anyway, we'll be back next week with Mary Cutter. Thank you for tuning in to Outlaw Radio on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. You guys, give your plugs really quick. Don't forget to check me out on mixcloud.com/slash/chrismaster1, uh, where you can find out everything you want to know about the Friday Night Renegade Show and. Um, all, and don't forget to go to rockinwaves.com, check out all the shows on the schedule. And finally, uh, before I shut my mic off, Steven Corvette fan and DJ Aaron Radio, go fuck yourself in the ass. Oh, wow. So you're actually calling him out, not by name, yes, but by I handle. am. As a matter of fact, Billy, real quick, if Aaron and Corvette are listening, to this show, I am daring you to come on Outlaw Radio next week after the interviews and everything. If you, it sounds like that you have some problems that you that you want to get out in the open. Instead of hiding behind a computer and typing very and using very inappropriate language, my by the way, why don't you? both man up, grow a set of balls, and come on the show, and let's settle this like adults. Quit being kids. The time to grow up is now. Come on the show. I dare you to. I bet you you won't have the balls or penis to do it. I bet you (laughs) hide behind your computers just like the little pussies you are. So come on. Come on. And the challenge is out there. Somebody has thrown the gauntlet. Will those two dipshits accept the challenge, or will they put the penis in their butts and 
keep whining like little no, shrubs. No, no, the the proper terminology would be are are you gonna man up or are you gonna walk away with your vagi- tail tucked up in your vagina? It still worked out the same way, but you can catch the drive home Friday nights, Rockin' Waves eleven two ninety four playing the it's old and new. Six PM Central Time to eight PM Central Time, right before the Lit Show and right before the Friday Night Renegade Show. So definitely check that out. Check me out Sundays, Star FM. Mondays, Heat FM, right before the Indie Asylum with Bad Billy. Tuesdays again, Star FM, and Friday nights, J Man Radio, 3 p.m. Mountain Time. You can check all the replay times on Facebook.com/slash/ABS/TheDriveHome. Follow us on our Twitters. And our Outlaw Radio Twitter. You can tell me to go fuck myself. I'll tell you to get a fucking life. Um, yeah. Hugs to, hugs to all of our listeners and all the haters. Go fuck yourself. All right. Well, this has been Outlaw Radio, sponsored by Cold Cock Whiskey. Take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. We'll be back next week right here on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Good night, everybody. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's where you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to go piss up a rope. We give our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what?
Seeker rocking out to the station. I hear you. You're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle. One that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey. The best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey. 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning-after-sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Are you ready to rock? Gangster presents Rocking the Spring in Las Vegas, Nevada. Featuring sick puppies. Gemini Syndrome. Flex. And a turn more. Over 15 bands of Green Day Rock and Roll Festival. Hosted by M. Resorts on Casino. April 28th through the 30th. 
Join Gangster, YourListen.com, RadioFetish.rock, the rockin' comedy show, at Ranked Up Live, for a three-day event you will never forget. Get your tickets at RockIntoSpring.com, that's RockIntoSpring.com. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 773-572-7878. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Here I am, sitting on the porch, writing another song about Waylon Willie, David Allen Cole. You can't go wrong. Such great outlaw boys just like me. Man, can't you see? Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song. The outlaw song. Well, here I am, sitting on the porch, wishing I was here. With old George, we'd be strumming on the cold hard truth, and he stopped loving her today. And I love to play, because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song. The outlaw song. Here I am with this old song about Waylon and Willie, David Allen Cole, Man in Black and the Possum, George Jones. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.